We're going for a short, sharp 45 today, right? Yeah, yeah very we're, all, we're, always, we're always going for that. It's always a short, yeah. sharp hour 10, and then I cut out 25 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Uh, welcome, folks, to Barry Bullock Hour 52. After uh, a, a long, let's be honest, a long 2021, playing a lot of away games, Preach. a lot of Zoom games, a lot of digital games, we are back in the Kensington Palace for the first time. Cheers. In a good six or seven months, sitting at my kitchen table on a beautiful, sunny, warm spring Melbourne afternoon. I'm with the C Mac Attack and the Minnesota Thunder. Hello. Gentlemen, how are you this fine day? Woo! Glad to be out of the house. Glad to be in your house. <laughs> Glad to see the sun. I would Glad e- to have fun. I would echo what Eric said, and I would also add, it was extremely pleasant to have a frank exchange of ideas with someone I haven't seen in a long time. Um, I feel good. I feel good. I'm happy. That's prior to the, to the podcast. It's pra- prior to the podcast, yeah. <laughs> Which is not to say that the Barry Bullock Hour isn't a frank exchange of ideas. But we just don't exchange ideas on mm. Trump coronavirus or what was the other thing we're not allowed to talk about I can't remember uh, Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian I don't maybe that just might be an unofficial life policy <laughs> that I have oh yeah. right I don't think that's ever been on the podcast or is it Kanye I mean they're both they're both the same aren't they they're, well, both, they're not married anymore so it doesn't matter kind of they're both idiots mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure one at least Kanye I'm sure has a Barry Blackout ban yeah no I'm pretty sure oh, and I, I, I imagine she has one sort of just by default now, here's a question for you do you think that being a billionaire because this came up in the in conversation um, oh, do you think that straight to the big topics being a billionaire makes you a bad person are you automatically a bad person <laughs> if you're a billionaire oh boy uh, my, my answer is, I'd say no you say no I say no yeah. can you have a billion dollars in your bank account and be a, and be a good person my answer is almost want to stop. The no, record. yeah, I'm, I'm on the side that being billionaires are ethically or morally wrong. If you're a billionaire, you, you've, you've, you've turned enough you've a blind a eye to the rest of the world that no matter how philanthropic you are, you should have been more philanthropic before you got to that point. One of my housemates pointed out to me that um, apparently, like Dolly Parton, who who probably, oh, probably would be a probably uh-oh. would be a billionaire, Jimmy Crickets. Because um, she's you know she's one she's of the highest selling yeah. selling female um, musicians in history, she basically donates all of mm. her royalties. She she lives quite a yeah, I think a she very pro Dolly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that about her, and it makes me like her music more. Yeah, um, very much on the like. You can like people's stuff more if they're a good person, but I try not to like people's stuff less if they're a bad person. Mm. Yeah, because it's a slippery, slippery slope. I, I, I don't want to delve too deeply into this because <laughs> yeah, I feel like this hour. is um this is this is kind of a good offline feisty chat. Yeah, <laughs> I am not anti millionaire. Okay, um, and I, I the the, sim- the simple it. fundamental reason of that is generally speaking, billionaires don't have billions of dollars in their That's bank true. accounts. Most of their billions is in assets, and you know there's only certain conditions in which you can tax ass- assets. Yeah. So um, the idea that billions... I wasn't talking about not assets. S- I was just talking like... Sorry, I wasn't talking necessarily about tax. I was just mm-hmm. saying like, at the point in which you own a billion dollars in assets, you you are still making a choice to have a billion dollars in assets, right? But if you created that from more or less nothing and you've grown it, you know, there's, there's arguments there. Like if, you've, if you're just Gina Reinhardt and you, you literally <laughs> inherited billions mm. in cash... Mm. Mm, Mining the Earth's resources. So where, I think that's where, a bit where do you cut the cycle off, though? Where do you cut the cycle off? Do you get to inherit billions of dollars? I think you, I think I know the answer. To this, your answer. To this. I think if you're sitting on billions of dollars of cash, there's, you there's, get to there's inherit a, billions of dollars of assets. 
Well, then then you're getting then you get the Dana Reinhardt's of the world. Then right? it gets incredibly these these people that say that you know Jeff Bezos should be taxed some sort of wealth tax. It's like, well, hang on, he doesn't have that. He's not sitting on the the amount of money he's worth is not the amount of money he's ha- he has. He that's probably a, he probably does have a billion dollars in cash though. Probably maybe in cash, but like his net worth is all tied up in Amazon, and that's you know mm. there's. There's sort of stock market ramifications, and it's it's way more complicated an issue oh. than people want to say. No, Bill, people are saying billionaires are evil. Blah, blah, blah. I just think that's a really simplistic point of view, and it's way more nuanced than that. You I'm should not come saying... over to team, to team Simple. Eric and I have cookies. <laughs> We're singing yeah, campfire true. songs. <laughs> There's We're gonna get kumbaya going on later. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm all fired this... up from my Frank Exchange of Ideas earlier. I didn't. I'm being flippant here, and I, I apologize. I think it's way more complicated than that. It is complicated. Um, yeah, but it, like I'm just treating it as a pure hypothetical. Like, you know, if you had the choice, what was the original question? Do you think it is? Do you think it is? Do you think it is morally reprehensible? I'm paraphrasing here because I'm going to kind of play back the tape. But do you think it is terrible to have a billion dollars? Uh, no. But I think it is incumbent upon you at a certain... Uh, I think morally it is incumbent upon you at a certain accumulation of wealth to start giving back a lot more than most of them do. Right. Mm. But I don't think... I, I, I don't think objectively <laughs> having that amount of money is makes you immediately evil. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, you need to be aware that when you are sitting on what that if, accumulation of wealth that maybe you need to start feeding it back into What the if system. you buy a grey suit and a little white cat Perfectly acceptable. <laughs> if you've got a cat, you can't be evil. That's the rule. That's a rule I've always oh, yeah. lived by. Oh, well. If you've got a dog, could be evil. Cat, never. Interesting. So Interesting. the name Dr. Evil, I think it was actually pronounced Avel. Mm. It's Austrian. <laughs> yeah, because we all know Austrians are all good people. Politics chat. Now, Kieran... Shouldn't have brought Hitler into the conversation. <laughs> Shouldn't have done it, but you know, it is what it is. But, but you're just gonna just that's that's fine. That's fine. Now, Kieran, you have you. It's okay though because we have an out. You have prepared for us a challenge. Yes, I. Let's get straight off the Hitler stuff. Let's not even go there. <laughs> I didn't say Hitler. I think I, no. Until neither, I just said it just then. And, and neither, I didn't say it either. But I was alluding to it. Um, and then we, I said, we, we burst on the Austin Powers train. I thought there was some tie-in in second or third movie. Like, no, because Hitler backstory. was. Because I said people that are from Austria can't be evil. And of course, Hitler was actually Austrian, not German. Anyway, fun <laughs> facts. Um, let's move on. We can fix this. In we, we don't want Hitler chat to be a segment. I think we can all agree. You guys have Kanye on your no talk list, but you don't have Hitler on the no talk well, list. Well, that's true. <laughs> I've been, Kanye's back in, Hitler's out. So, yeah, it's a one in, one out can, list. Can we leave both of them out, but for very different reasons? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Acceptable. All right, so we won't talk about Hitler. Challenge anymore. time. Challenge time. Well, yeah, well you know, uh, a few episodes ago, we went down to uh, two, brothers two Brothers in Canada. Uh, is Karen? No, it's not Karen. Is it? Uh, <laughs> already at it. Marabin. In Marabin. And um, oh, yeah. I introduced the Barry Bullock Hour Wheel of Forfeit. And the hope yeah. was that every time we do a podcast at the Kensington Palace and we do a challenge of some kind that requires a forfeit, rather than nominating the forfeit ahead of time, you would simply spin this beautiful IKEA child's uh, sweepstakes <laughs> wheel, which I was going to decorate but have not decorated. Um, and so I thought, first thing to do. Back in the Kensington Palace, the first time that we've been in my house for several months is we crack straight into a challenge <laughs> and we spin the wheel. So, deal. 
Oh, and without a challenge? No, no. Okay. I've got a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, let's just re-establish some old favourites. I like it. So, Callum, I've got a fruit salad challenge hey, for you. All right. Oh, wow. And here's a little twist on it. Okay. Eric. Okay. Yes. I am going to, if you so wish, you don't have okay. to. I don't have a challenge for you. But That's I will fine. allow you... If you want fruit salad challenge? to wager on the outcome oh. of the fruit salad challenge, I think we all know that Eric is going to take you up on that. <laughs> I am. So basically, <laughs> so the fruit salad challenge for those of you who are uh, new listeners to the Variable Book Hour is that I will take uh, some some bog standard delicious fruit salad and I will okay. place into it an ingredient that does not belong. Today's ingredient is. We, I mean, Insert ingredient here. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah, that in post. In post. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> and so Callum will have one minute blindfolded to eat the fruit salad and determine what that mystery ingredient is. Uh-huh. If he is successful, I fail the challenge, I spin the wheel, I take my medicine. If Callum does not correctly identify the mystery ingredient, he spins the wheel, he takes his medicine. Now, Eric, if you so wish, hmm. I will allow you to wager one way or the other who you think will succeed. Which means if you pick correctly, <laughs> the person that fails is basically it's only a double or nothing. <laughs> I love it. But I if you it. pick wrongly, mm. then we could all we could all end up somehow drinking. I think okay. so. So that's so you know you have. Uh, let me just prepare the uh, the fruit salad challenge. Fair enough. I'm gonna line up behind Kieran on this one. I, okay. Having seen one prior fruit salad challenge, I think it's a nigh on impossible uh, uh, task. It's to, a difficult challenge. Uh, and uh, Cal, if I'm, mistaken, I'm mistaken. Callum is one for one. Is I think it's no. Didn't we have a second one? One for. Oh, sorry, yeah. We had carrot. We had carrot. One, oh, one and one maybe. Carrot, one. carrot. What was the what was the second one? Carrot was the one I saw. I think. The carrot was way too hard. The carrot was way too hard. The carrot was way too hard. Was there, was there a second fruit salad challenge? Yeah, 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 or was yeah, it yeah. The, we did a Christmas cake muffin one. I thought there was two fruit salad. I thought we'd done two fruit salad challenges. And yeah, you did the second one. But you didn't get the carrot, but you got the second one. Yeah, yeah. This is always, this is always a win for me because it doesn't matter whether I win the challenge or not. I love you fruit get, salad, and I just get to eat delicious fruit <laughs> salad. <laughs> Alright, Callum, I will now present to you the uh, freshly... Don't I have to have a... Don't I have to have a... The freshly laundered t-shirt. Oh, the freshly laundered t-shirt. Thank you, thank you. Wrap that around your eyesight. Mm. And uh, when you are done, I'm gonna go I will the, um, bring over gonna go the, the, uh, the, the fruit salad. Oh, this is a nice t-shirt, Karen. Thank you. That is a... Uh, I believe that's a classic Target special. Alright. Alright, All right. can you see... Eric, have you got a timer on you? I do have a timer. Time minutes. Ah, fruit salad challenge. All right, Callum, are you uh, now? Um, I can't remember. Did, did we did we talk about like using spoons, using hands? Last, you I can, feel like we clarified last time. The only thing like, you can't it. use is your eyes. There's a spoon there for you. Um, well, I can, but I won't. I'm, it's not going to help me very much with the blindfold across them. <laughs> no, but um, all right. Minute on the clock. All right, you want to give uh, you want to give Cal a countdown. One minute to determine the mystery ingredient. All right, three, two, one, and eat. Oh, he's going straight for the fingers. Straight oh, for the I didn't fingers. know that was an angle of it. That's what oh. he likes to do. He picks out. He's in, he's picking out the individual components one by one. What's our time uh, check, Eric? That uh, like feels something's not meant to be in here. See, this is the, this is the thing: is that well, if you if because I think you, you eat the spoon and then you get all the stuff together, but if you determine the individual yeah. ingredients, 
In if you're picking out one piece, then you should get a good good hustle on it. Thirty seconds gone. C Mac, any guesses as to what it is? What sort of uh, flavors we're looking I at? I recognize something in it. That's you recognize something selling. in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, twenty seconds left to go. That's a big spoonful big there. Mm, big big spoon. He's just enjoying himself now. I he was, knows, I was. and he just wants to eat as much as he All can. Right, all right, we're going to start. You got ten seconds we're gonna left. Need to hearing some guesses, Cal. Oh wait, do I have to make the guess within oh, no, the minute? You can, you can you can guess at the end of the minute. Okay, four, three, two, one. All right, let's remove remove the fruit salad. Remove the fruit salad. All I'm right. finish that. That was delicious. Are you? <laughs> that was actually quite a good combination, to be honest. It was right up there with the carrot because the carrot kind of melted seamlessly yeah, okay. into the fruit salad. I barely noticed it. Well, it got me thinking they should put carrot in all fruit salads. Would you like to take a guess? And by would you, I mean you have to. That's the guess. Okay. I'm feeling pretty confident about this one, boys. Yep, yep. I'm feeling pretty confident. Okay. I feel like Kieran might have... Uh, we, Kieran, like, how difficult were you aiming to make this one? Hopefully I'm not to be pejorative. Not too here, difficult. I, I, yeah. I feel like it... In a minute, you would have been like, I recognize this, but I don't necessarily know what it is. And then I thought the flavor combination I should not feel bad about having gone the fingers straight up. Was no, that, no. that was not in the spirit of things. I, I just, I'm just having like sort of PTSD flashbacks. Sorry, but maybe a bit melodramatic for me, but like sort of traumatic flashbacks to the first time I did it and the panic and the sense of, the first I don't know time. what the fuck yeah. was going on. Well, I didn't use my fingers the first time, right? Isolating the ingredients is a, is a smart play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, yeah. If, you, if you isolated the ingredients straight away, that would have helped you, but I don't know what you. Well, I got up. lucky. I just reached in there, and the first thing I touched didn't feel like fruit. Yeah, it didn't sit. Uh, it didn't sink very well. Well, <laughs> I, I must ask uh, for right, your official right. guess. I think that the uh, the the mystery ingredient in the fruit salad was halloumi. Yeah. Yes! Wait, was it right? Was it right? The mystery ingredient was halloumi. Yes. <laughs> oh, amazing! Well I really didn't get it until like the. Do I take my blindfold off now? You can take the blindfold off. You're welcome to do the rest of the podcast with the blindfold on. Well, that could be quite fun. Let's let's um, try. Let's 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 do a little bit more of that. Okay, you're gonna need um, some more just of for that. shits and gigs. Um, it's quite a good combination, to be honest with you. Um, do you guys want to try some? Sorry, my fingers have been in it, I'm so a, actually I'm probably a, not. I, already, no, no, you, I already you, got you, into you, it and you, tried you, it just you, now. You go, you go nuts. The sweetness well, and the saltiness and the cheesiness, it works really well. It actually goes all right. I was going to say, that's a, that, Eric, I would love that combination. Sweet and, and savory. That's that's America that. to a T. I'm hot on that. Well, Eric, you bet on me. All right, I'm going to see you spin the wheel. Yeah, well, we both, kind of we both have to spin the wheel. The Barry Bullock our wheel of forfeit. We have to take our lumps. So the, the, the forfeits are on the back, just to prove that I haven't cheated here. Um, but I'll go. Should I go first, Eric, since I was yeah, the, the loser of the challenge? All right, here we go. Mm. Spinning the wheel of forfeit. Wheel of forfeit. All right, what colour? Okay, so I've got black. Oh, no. Hey! Um, so the uh, Barry Bilkow wheel forfeit is numbered and, and, mm. and down the line I hope to Come have 24 forfeits individual forfeits Which I think uh, for this time I've just done three forfeits by the colour of the uh, the numbers so there's three colours black, white and natural I have uh, dialed up black black is suggested by my housemate an hour ago, Samuel Brown I've called it the Sam Brown special his suggestion was one shot of soy sauce. Oh! <laughs> that's real gross. So I will oh, go over there. Also, uh, in keeping with the challenge, I like that. I like uh, that. And then Eric, you uh, you have to spin now. Um, 
and then I'll let you know what your forfeit is once you have spun. Assuming that you don't have black. No, there's a backup. There's a black up, mm. a backup. <laughs> okay. And Eric. Eric also hey, spun hey, black. Hey. He's got the backup black. Well, you got the backup yeah. black. And I have to say the backup black is significantly more fun. Oh. Um, you just have to do a shot of Southern Comfort in a Lime, which oh. is a bottle of liquor that I've had in my uh, liquor box for <laughs> several months. Eric's just, like a, so Eric is like, oh, can reward. I double bet on, yeah. on, on Cal to win? <laughs> I mean, to guarantee win? I'm not sure. I mean, what are the odds of getting black twice? Like uh, I'm not a mathematician. Very low. It depends. Um, be like three. By be very low. Be very low. Um, very low. How many? How many numbers are there? Twenty-four. Of which? Which oh, number are they missing? And it's also like black is dropping uh-huh. drop ones as well. So it's um seven blacks. So it's a seven out of seven out of twenty-four. Seven over twenty-four. Twenty-five. Twenty-four. Um, times. <laughs> 7 over 24 Yeah Yeah uh, Yeah oh. That's very 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 un, um, Unlikely What I'm hearing here Karen Is that I should have put it All on black You know what we could You know what we could have done You know what we could have done I could have placed a wager Against the two of you about what color would come up on the wheel? Oh my god, there's so much, <laughs> so much gambling possible. Those are giant. The Barry Bullock Hour, brought to you by Ladbrokes now. Yeah, I think these are double shots. So I've, I've only... I think you're completely all right on where you filled those. Holy two. tamales! That's a big shot. Do you want, do you want shot a little less, Eric? Is that what you're saying? No, Eric I'll wants more. That. I'll handle that. I don't know what I bought these for. Eric, what are you planning on doing this afternoon? Uh, I gotta go home, uh, and the girl and I have a little Halloween plan. Oh, uh, nice! Oh, it's Halloween! Well, we'll get to Halloween on the podcast. Hey! <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's one down. And then I got that, and then I got that. <laughs> and the beer you had at the Bulls Club. Uh, down the I hatch. Love it. I love it. Oh, fuck it. I don't want to do it! Cheers. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I had the, con- this- the consequences of my actions coming oh, back. Thank you for the challenge. That was, that was a fun one. I like that. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam Brown. <laughs> he's not here. Oh, he's not here. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, soy sauce. I want to wash Karen's face. That's why I took the blindfold off. Eric's looking happy. That's nice. Oh, Karen's not looking happy. Karen's not looking happy. Uh, oh dear. Uh, oh, your teeth look like you've been smoking a pack a day since you were five years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Get the bucket. Oh, that is uh, that is salty. Oh dear. Oh dear. fuck, wrong am I? <laughs> that's <bad. Woo! laughs> Well, that's fucking derailed me, boys. Carry on without me. <laughs> oh, fallen. I gotta get some water. That was uh, that was like drinking very very tasty ocean. <laughs> uh, that's it's tasty, but fuck me, that is that's salty. a potent one. How was your experience with the uh, with the SoCo and Lime? Lovely. It was uh, a walk in the park. Tasted nice, and I'm I'm not really a hard liquor guy. So, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like give some more challenges because otherwise Eric's just gonna fuck up all the challenges. I'm not gonna lie. I, I ran out of inspiration when I got to the the backup because I kind of thought like, what are the odds? The odds <laughs> of getting the color twice in a row. Reasonable. What did we just work out? Like it's one like, in fifteen. It's four, 49 over whatever the fuck. 
24 by 20, 24 squared is, which is very, it's a very large number. I feel like it's not that large because oh. it's just one in three times one in three. No, because it's not one in three because because that's not black. Slightly yeah, okay, so it's slightly off. But it's like, so one in 10, the chance of getting two blacks is one in 10. Could be. Something like that. But anyway, Statue. soy sauce it is. Um, and that was disgusting. Um, I am washing it down, so I, I bought the beers for today. I thought a Delicious. nice, clean, simple, beautiful spring day here in Melbourne. Let's not get too crazy. I've gone the Love Shack Pale Ale. Um, I had this at the local tap house uh, several months ago on tap. And it's just one of those really, really lovely pale ales. Mm. Brewed in Castle, Maine, uh, in Victoria. It's got a lovely hop punch. It's just a good, strong, simple pale ale. And I'm really enjoying it. Eric, you're drinking VB. What's the story there? <laughs> yeah. Like I, put, I, I put down a Love Shack Pale Ale and an empty glass in front of everyone, and you just immediately produce a VB, like some sort well, of magician. I had it in my pocket, yeah. And so this is... For emergencies. It's, it's like, I'm going to have to sit through this. I'm going to have to reward myself <laughs> with a nice VB afterwards. You want some sort of contract where you have it's to drink little, VB? Well, I am on their street team, Buzz Marketing. Yeah. Street so, team. There's a, there's a term we haven't heard I for might, a decade. It might be an industry plant, but yeah, it's a lovely little drop out of Abbotsford and uh, just up the road. Um, some uh, some distant, just some down to earth yeah. fellas brewing brewing quite quality Yeah, beers. someday I hope. Yeah, Victoria, she's she's a local, I think, and uh, yeah, it's it hit the spot today. No, and I, I don't mind. I don't mind the love shack here. And it's, it's got nice, a nice, isn't it? It's yeah. got a nice Halloween-y vibe because in the glass it actually has a green tinge, kind of like a little bug juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair, fair, fair. Uh, so like Tim Burton. Yeah, there yeah. is, a, there is a, yeah, it is, a, it is a pale, pale ale, which is uh, not always the case. Um, uh, but very nice. It, one over eleven point seven five, by the way. Sure. Ah, yeah. Okay, I like it. Well, we, we got it. We'll see. We'll see what we can it's replicate next time. It's quite you, you were right in not, I, I not didn't, putting yeah. too much thought into the uh, the, the Southern Comfort and Lime was a uh, Billy Penfold special. He uh, came to my house to stay several years <laughs> ago. Bought a gift that yeah. you didn't want. You don't well, he did. He bought it. He bought a bottle of Southern Comfort and Lime. Did he do the whole like, oh, I'm a duty free. I'm going to buy something fun and duty free. Yeah, I think so. didn't drink any of it. I think we were we were going to have a house party and then no one drank the Southern Comfort and Lime. So I think that's the first time it's been open, <laughs> or maybe the second time it's been open. It was fresh. Yeah, you've got a you've got a willing recipient. I'll Certainly take better than the fucking. I'm going to bring that to the next party I go to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got the green tinge beer here, and I think that's a good. Uh, segue into Halloween, which is a good segue into my segment. Uh, we've got, I've got a fresh, I've got a fresh Halloween edition of Doctor Eric's yes. Science Corner. Doctor Eric's, um, can, we, can we splice in some like like mad scientist kind of <laughs> stick? Kind yeah, of, I'd yeah. say so. Yeah. Well, there's not going to be any thunder, science. Lo- thunder and lightning. There's there's something more important than science happening today. It is Halloween, a very uh, dear holiday uh, to my heart, and so. I know you guys are just as excited as I am for this. It's uh, the first <laughs> annual Barry Bullock Hour costume contest. What? So, <laughs> I do have a forfeit for the worst costume here. Fantastic. And so, oh, is that spinning um, the wheel? No, it's I've got I've got, this pinned, I've got this pinned down. Uh, <laughs> I've got this pinned down. So, uh, Kieran and Cal, can you take me through your costumes here? Okay. All oh, right. Um, the costumes that we just found out was a contest. So you're basically saying, what are we wearing? Is yeah. That, yeah, well, yeah. I'll describe for the listeners here. Okay. So KV is sitting with a black. Do you want to go, you go first? Uh, a plaid, yeah. Um, a plaid. This is my. This has been my standard lockdown outfit. This is a uh, black beanie, which was purchased for a dollar, uh, not that far from your mm. house, up on uh, Swan Street there. 
This was meant to be a throwaway on the start line of the Great Ocean Road Half Marathon beanie. And then for whatever reason, I didn't deem it cold enough on the morning to actually wear it to the start line. <laughs> and I've worn it ever since. Classic black beanie, cost a dollar, probably oh, made in China good. by children. Um, and I've had a lot of use out of it, so thank you, children in China. Um, I'm uh, then uh, down, moving down the body. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing a, and also for a dollar, very cheap today, a sort of semi-trendy, um, tartany, flannelly plaid, sort of plaid. Uh, sort of, sort of some aquas, some teals, a little purple in there. It's nice color. Um, and then I'm wearing a uh, pair of uh, New Zealand Kmart black chinos. Mm. Um, I think these cost me a sum total of fifteen dollars. Uh, and then I'm wearing a pair of my old uh, Nike running shoes, also blue. Uh, oh, there's someone at the door. Are we expecting someone? Gee, if Big Dog walks through the door, that would be a hell of a thing. <laughs> we don't think Big Dog is joining us. Um, and yeah, and then I'm just wearing a pair of my old uh, green runners. So my outfit costs, oh, you know, if you don't include the shoes, a sum total of $17. It's... Um, but I look a little bit like a hipster. It's... Not quite trendy yeah. enough, but I, I've, got a, I've got a hipster vibe. But this is very much just what I've been it's wearing. Pretty... It's pretty More spooky. or less every day. Callum's walked back in with a pizza. Oh wow! Right. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty spooky outfit you got there. I'll, I'll give you props for that. We'll we'll put you down as a lockdown hipster. Thank that's, you. Yeah. That's a solid costume. <laughs> and so we're. Uh, we've got our lockdown hipster here, and so we'll need Cal to take us through uh, his costume here. So so discuss so with the people what you're wearing right now and what you are. Um, I'm the guy who I'm the guy who dies in um, okay in a uh, in a post-apocalyptic. Why why, why are you standing up? Because I'm, I'm presenting myself to yeah. the judges. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. not presenting yourself to the audience. You got to get in on this microphone. So we got to. Can well, you not hear? Can you not hear me? Oh, Eric, you can do the description. Well, yeah. So we, well, he, he's got a graphic tee on, kind of a, an off-white color and a, a multicolored print on the front. You got some mountains. You I got think some, it actually was you got a bear. You got. <laughs> We've got some khaki shorts and yeah. uh, some runners and some striped colorful socks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a striking outfit. So these are my shit old runners, mm-hmm. um, which are invented, which is where I started with the costume idea. I was like, oh, what could I dress up with that doesn't really involve too much, you know, going out to savers? Uh, and I thought, well, what says post-apocalyptic <laughs> any more than shoes that are probably shouldn't be worn but are because you can't go to savers yeah. anymore? Because it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and the zombies have already taken over. <laughs> um, and then I also thought that um, you know, for safety and security, when you're in the post-apocalyptic wasteland, you're going to wear your nice, um, you know, wear your nice woolen socks because yeah. you don't want to be, st- you don't want to have sticky feet when you have the inevitable like makeout scene. Yeah, that they always have in in post-apocalyptic novels. <laughs> um, you know, I'd be like, hey, sexy lady that I'm finding out cool things about. Uh, you want to make out? Like, <laughs> no, because your feet are smelling. So, so I've got that. Uh, I, I like I, it. Yeah. There's a lot of character depth here. So and, and then I've got this um, this bear t-shirt so that the zombies know not to mess with me. Yeah. Um, because I'm clearly an outdoorsman. Mm. So yeah, there you go. There you we go. got a guy that dies in a post-apocalyptic uh, uh, world scenario. We got a, a lockdown hipster from Victoria. Well, if I'm gonna say, I feel like I win. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself first prize <laughs> here. And so now we're just figuring out last place. <laughs> For who gets the forfeit? <laughs> Any guesses? I like. What's your costume, Eric? You've well, got to describe what you're okay. wearing. Well, it? you can see me, right? Obviously, it's it's clear what I am, who I am, really. <laughs> we can see you. Maybe this the audience out. can't oh, see. Okay. Well, so audience, I'm wearing listeners. a white shirt yep. tucked into my blue jeans. Are I you Bruce Springsteen? 
Cal, you got it. Hey! Oh, yeah, Eric, that's good. great. Get that it, is fantastic. Right oh, just, wait, wait, wait. Don't we have a Stratocaster here somewhere that belongs to someone? It's, um, it's mine. It's, it's yours. It's up. It doesn't have some of I'm not going to. I don't want to take somebody's prop there. But yeah, there's a. Uh, so that'll be first prize. Oh, that's, disappointing. Uh, that's disappointing. That'll be first prize. 80s new wave. 80s new wave. Cool. Cool. That's beautiful, Eric. You've done well. That's a yes. great costume. I think you do win. Wow. I'm okay. thoroughly enjoying it, gents. But the fact is that both of you were off from the table, walking around completely. Oh, well loose. You, you've seemed to caught the uh, the Nick Barry bug in the sense <laughs> yeah. that you, you forget that this is a not live and b not visual. But we're recording live. Though. Two of you walking around like you're on a model's catwalk. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. <laughs> okay. Well, you a, I can give you a dense audio description of that, and then I took a photo. I'll put the photo on the social media. There we go. I think all we need to do is just Photoshop the back of Eric's head onto. The, 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 the cover of Born to Run. I think that would work perfectly, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, um, So where are you going with this? Because I can't help noticing that you brought a costume. <laughs> well, that was didn't mainly... tell us that we were in a contest. That was to win the contest and then make one of you guys do the forfeits. Uh, and... You're going to make us do a forfeit for a contest you didn't even know we were in? I got a Buzz Lightyear costume yeah. upstairs, pal. I like... Yeah. I saw it. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just going to judge it right here. Sure. I, I like Cal's description. He committed to me making it Halloween-y and that it was a post-apocalyptic thing. You pitched it as a costume, as a, as a description of yourself, a lockdown guy. It wasn't very spooky. So I'm going to give this one the second place to Cal, <laughs> and I'm going to give the forfeit... <laughs> the first loser to, and the well, second loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I protest <laughs> everything about this. <laughs> You haven't heard the forfeit yet. It might be something really awesome. Keep like, in mind, this is supposed to be a, a Dr. Aaron science corner. I have not <laughs> well, yet seen one piece of Eric's, science. Eric's going to yeah, yeah. the science. Oh, you, this is where the science I comes in. So anyway. Okay, I'll, I'm uh, waiting for the science to come in. I'll, just, I'll take you through it. So sure. I was drinking in the lab late one night <laughs> when my eyes beheld a beery sight <laughs> for my monster in the keg began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise... It was on tap. It's Dr. Eric's tap. It was on tap. It was a graveyard smash. It was oh, on tap. Oh, it was a monster it, mash. On, in a flash, it was on tap. It's Dr. Eric's tap. <laughs> so much like Frankenstein's monster, I've taken pieces from a variety of things. I've brought them together and collecting the lightnings from the heaven. Oh, you bought it alive. <laughs> it's alive. Oh, that's amazing, Eric. I kind of wish I'd won. I kind of wish I'd lost this challenge now. This is great. <laughs> so I do have a Frankenstein beer here. And I was is that what we're getting to? Is that what all of that was about? <laughs> I was all building to my Frankenstein beer. Jiminy crickets. And I'll pass ten, this ten, over ten, to Eric. you. I think you deserve to win this Hang challenge. On. So, so, so you've handed me a beer and you've said the word Frankenstein. And you've walked around the house with an American flag. Mm-hmm. Run me through this. Okay, well. <laughs> with some sort of clarity. Wait, wait, does he have to guess what's in it? or, or um... No, just drink it. Oh, and, they're two, and they're two beers. It's not meant to be gross. It's just a glass with two beers in it. Two high quality, <laughs> high quality <laughs> beers that are, you know. Well, that remains to be seen. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm drinking. Watching Kieran's face. I'll drink the Frankenstein to, beer. He's already had to drink something. Oh, he's not. It's not good. It's not good. It's um. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I mean, it kind of feels like VB is a good place to start. Well, you're, you're half right. You're half right. <laughs> I think we, I think we now realise where the VB came into things. So this is a VB and another beer. Yes. I mean, it just tastes like a VB. So. Is it just a VB? I mean, okay. like, Eric, have you just... Two parts VB. No, 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 no. How I'm a scientist. Cal, would you All like right. to try? He's a scientist. I feel like he's going to have put something in there that we really like. <laughs> or it could just be VB it, it, it's... and PBR. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, a, it's I feel like it's VB and another shit beer. Uh, was it Melbourne? <laughs> it was Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, Harry. that's all that R-O-C-K Igor brought home. in the USA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Eric's and just what? sat down in quite a quite a cool guy look at pose. What? He's put his cap on backwards. He's put his and cap he's on. Very backwards. happy with himself. And was, I'm happy that you're. It's happy. mainly that I didn't have any Halloween plans until recently. So this is going to be my Halloween. So can thank I, you for. Can I point out how little science there was? In well, that Dr. Eric science corner. This is the essence of science. There's, uh, Eric's, got a, Eric's had a hypothesis. <laughs> like, I think it's going to taste awesome. Have you tasted the, the no, Frankenstein beer? actually. I was waiting for somebody to offer it to me. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Package that up and sell it. Eric's already got a green and a red can. Like, half of the can It sells itself, yeah. Uh, yeah, like with the people that have Tom Brady jerseys where it's half New, New yeah. England and half Tampa Bay. That's Jeez, easy drinking. That's easy drinking. That's the drink of the summer now, Eric. Yeah. Move over to Calamosho. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, the villagers with their pitchforks and torches have gathered, I see. You're not happy about it, so you, you, we'll, you, let's close the science corner. Just wrap it up right here. The villagers have come just, for Frankenstein. What would happen if you put that onto the, onto the, like, what, the, the agitator thing, the Guinness well, agitator? Well, I meant to bring the agitator as my just kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, it's just, it's just he's alive. The last time, moments. Eric, was your, your, your science corner was surprising me scientific. You'd gone around and you'd made notes. That was amazing. Those. That was amazing. The last one. This, well, the, this time you dressed up as Bob. Uh, uh, Bob. 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 Springsteen. Bob. 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 Springsteen, and then poured a VB and a Melbourne into a can. And you've tried to pass it off as some sort of science. Well, Eric, Eric, Eric's a, a renaissance man. You know, he doesn't draw distinctions between theatre and art and science, science and science fiction. Exactly. Science and literature. you got the red <laughs> cap on. you got the American flag. It's a, it's a dangerous science here. No, no, this is... That's, that's Bruce Springsteen. He has a red cap in his back. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, but I mean, like, you wear a red cap these days. Yeah. No one's going, oh, Springsteen. <laughs> I think with the Avengers, Avengers like that, 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 that in the back, I, I got that immediately. I got that. Like, I, I recognize that immediately. Yeah, I feel like I pulled it off. Um, that's that's yeah, one of the most iconic absolutely. album covers in the world. Classic. Yeah, I feel like yeah. so. I stuck with that. I like it. I'm surprised yeah. you got it. I oh, immediately. Like, if like, you wanted us to dress up, we could have dressed up. Love the boss. I didn't think about it until this morning. <laughs> Seems like the, the only scientific part of any of that was you worked out that it is easier, scientifically speaking, to win a contest when the other people in the contest don't know they're in a contest. <laughs> well, that, to me, was the most scientific thing that I've look, concluded the from essence the of science is that you should assume nothing, yeah. right? And, and Eric has plumbed that particular uh, question. I rewrote a verse of Monster Mash, the most scientific <laughs> song. Uh, that well, that, that was art, Eric. That wasn't yeah. science. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I have a spatula um, to give out. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's a particularly impressive one, but I, I do think it's. I think it's in the spirit of the spatula. Yep. 
Um, I which got, is something underrated. Yeah, I, I got like the in. humble kitchen spatula, which I think is arguably the most useful tool in the kitchen. Pretty true. Pretty true. Um, I I got home the other day, and my housemate Dave had uh, come. They they tried to go out to the pub. Yeah, this is like I think this is on Freedom Day. So to ah, it's an awful name, but sure. Um, I I used inverted commas. I used yes, inverted but commas. once again, the audience, the listeners, I did not see like, your inverted I commas. I feel like I also intoned that fairly carefully in my voice as well. Sure. Um, my my housemate and his friends got home from the pub because they tried to go, and it was a bit shit. As I, this is why I am not on the wave of any of the new freedoms. I'm choosing to do things I know will be unpopular. Because I know that it's going to be a mess, and I don't want to be one of those people complaining about the fact that things don't work mm. immediately as soon as everything cl- opens up. Mm. I, I don't want to be that person. So, um, oh, <laughs> so we got. I got home, and my housemate had brought home all his mates, and so my spatula. And I'd forgotten how pleasant it is when you randomly get a whole bunch of new people who I, I got along with quite well with because we have you know, many things in common, how nice it is to have random people uh, just appear in your house and get to have some new conversations with some, some random people who are in a merry and happy, happy frame of mind. So my spatula goes to having random conversations with, with, with people who've just rocked up to your house. Yeah, it's pleasant. It yeah. was really pleasant. And I haven't had that in a long time. So I appreciate yeah, that. House hangs. House hangs. House exactly. hangs. People over. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that. As Eric is making another more, heady cocktail. More, uh... <laughs> 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 He's mad, they'll say. Eric Cox trying to make us some sort of super Frankenstein deal with a fraction of nature's resources. It does sound like Bert and Ernie if, Bert, if either Bert or Ernie was a man. Oh, he's putting that... He's putting you, the, you're gonna sully the Love Shack Pale Ale with just a draw. Oh, it's disgraceful. A modern Prometheus. <laughs> wow. Wow. Modern Prometheus, modern Icarus. <laughs> yeah. um, Careful, Icarus. I also have a bone, which came, only just came up this morning. Okay. I have a bone to pick with Microsoft and their <laughs> constant and incessant <laughs> updates to Microsoft Word. What the... Why does Microsoft Word need to be updated, or Microsoft Office, need to be updated all the time? Genuinely, I feel like it is bi or tri-weekly. Did you... Did we you don't th- need that many updates. <laughs> this feels like an extension of Big Dog's bone from the last episode, which was also Microsoft updates. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, but so this is, sp- mine is specifically directed to Office updates. You're talking about a program like Microsoft Word. Not that much has changed about it. Hmm. They, they put this dumb skin on it, which I guess is probably their effort to um, justify the number of updates that they have. I realize that there are a number of, like, because all the programs are so interconnected these days and they're, they've got sharing abilities. There are security implications that you need to be updating that sort of stuff. But surely there is a way that you can either cut off that connectivity yeah. mm-hmm. or if they are critical security updates, just do that automatically. Yeah. Surely there's a way to do that. They've got update issues. Yeah. I think we've it, established it's the market. Very update upsetting. Issues. It's yeah, very it's, upsetting. It's very upsetting. Yeah. That's my bone. That's my bone <laughs> and my spatula. It's a short one. I like it. Well, that was a short big dog bone. I've also got a big dog bone. Hooray. I got a bone to pick, and it ain't gonna be short. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with James Bond. Oh, oh. no. 
Not James Bond specifically, <laughs> like but I, I, I wanted no, I wanted I wanted that dramatically. But uh, I love James Bond. What am I saying? Fucking crazy. Um, it, it is topical because the new James Bond is is finally coming out, and um, we we haven't talked about the previous James Bond Spectre, which is I think we can all agree one of the worst James Bond films of all time. It's horrific. I, I've already disagreed with you on this Spectre one. Spectre was an absolute dumpster fire. But anyway. <laughs> We can. I'm not going to get into how bad I thought Spectre was because, uh, like I say, absolute dumpster fire, set it on fire, uh, horrific. Said Kieran, but disingenuously, not, getting into how bad he thought. If, if we're doing, if we're going to do, I could dedicate a whole hour to how bad I thought Spectre was. So, he, so he really could. Yeah, I really could. My housemate <laughs> is in the kitchen, can attest, and, and probably more than an hour. Uh, in this house has been spent dissecting the I'm absolute. just enjoying how you, you you started with I'm not going to get into how bad Spectre was yeah yeah and I'm not and going now to we've I'm already, not, we've already spent tell me how bad Spectre was <laughs> uh, in my opinion it's it's one of the worst James Bonds in, in the entire franchise but that is just my opinion but here's what I found out fairly recently I was listening to uh, Spotify I was listening to mm. some uh some some alt rock, some modern rock, a playlist of assorted alt rock, and this lovely tune comes on, haunting spectral melodies, Uh-oh. and I was like, and then uh, Tom Tom York, <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, it's like oh, this is Tom York's Radiohead. What is this? I was like, this is a lovely song. It's a little bit Bondy, um, and it's sort of etherealness, and then and then the lyrics start coming through, and I I hear the word spectre, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Radiohead and it sounds kind of Bondy and they're using the word Spectre. But and Radiohead like, would never do a Bond song. I was like, wait a second. And then I, I, mean, I did a little bit of the old Googling. I, I did a bit of the old... Uh, Stay on your patch. I was going to say the old vintage Callum Googly keys. I went on Google and I found out that Radiohead wrote uh, a theme tune for Spectre. They were approached to, uh, invited to write really? the theme tune for Spectre. And they wrote it and they recorded it and then uh, the directors, producers of, of Spectre decided that they were going to go with Sam Smith instead. And I listened to Spectre, and it is a fantastic tune. I thought, I thought, oh, it is. Was it Sam Smith? I thought, was Spectre Sam Smith? Spectre was Sam Smith. Oh, okay. yeah. And it's that's a, just a, a fairly dire, dull Sam Smith pop song. No disrespect. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, Sam, Smith, Sam Smith's like, it's like, it's he's like, yeah, it's like, I don't, like like a cheese sandwich, not a grilled cheese sandwich, just like a cheese sandwich. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's fine. Inoffensive. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, but no tomato, no, no pepper no, or, oh, well, or no meltiness yeah. or, or anything. You it's know, no radio. No, yeah. yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's not particularly nuanced or exciting. A very Sam Smith has a lovely voice, but okay, okay. Yeah, Radiohead Spectre theme tune is fantastic, and I've watched a YouTube video where they overlaid uh, Radiohead's theme tune over the opening credit sequence oh, instead shit. of Sam Smith's, and it is fantastic. <laughs> okay, and so my bone initially is that, that they chose they chose Sam's. not to use Radiohead's song, but then I I think I always need to retract that bone because like the opening sequence of Spectre is fantastic. 
And if you had that opening sequence that takes place in Mexico City, the one tracking shot mm. and all that stuff, yeah, and then you had that amazing opening sequence, and then you went into this amazing Radiohead song, mm. you would just be like on cloud nine going, this is the best Bond film <laughs> ever. I can't wait to see what's going to unfold over the next two hours. Mm. And then, like I say, it's like the uh, James Bond universe took a shit mm. on the screen for the next two hours. So I think in hindsight I might retract my bone because I, I feel <laughs> like it, think that, that's it would have been a, would have been a disservice to Radiohead to be attached <laughs> to that absolute shit stain of a film. You don't want to waste a good Bond theme on a bad Bond. That's film. right. Yeah. I think great. Adele, fantastic. Adele, yeah, oh yeah. I Billy think Adam's I think all Bond of voice. the Daniel Craig themes mm. have been excellent. I yeah, think they've yeah. all been good. Jack White. It's, it's not surprising that the worst one. Was the Sam Smith one also happens to be by far the worst of the Daniel Craig films? So yeah, so I'm not sure if I retracted that bone or not, but um, I hate that film. I love the Radiohead song, and we should all you should all listen to it and pray that no time to say goodbye or no time to die today or whatever. <laughs> no hell, you, whatever it's called, let's hope it's Could a good we? one because Daniel Craig deserves a good finale. Well, that has been the end of episode 52. Um, it's been an absolute ripper to be back in person, back on the beers, having a hoon. Um, we've got something a little bit special lined up, hopefully, for next month, the Christmas party edition, so stay tuned. Um, but until then, enjoy your November. If you're in Melbourne, enjoy your, your uh, being able to do a little bit more with your life. Hopefully the weather plays ball. And we will see you all in December for Barry Bullock Hour 54. Eric has his finger up as a point of order. Oh, I, th- I think I saw somebody at the door. Click. <laughs> oh, trick or treat. Oh, <laughs> dang, cute. What are you supposed to be? Oh, oh I'm, I'm the princess from uh, uh, Frozen. Oh, my goodness. That's adorable. Oh, here, here's a VB for you. <laughs> Have a nice Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, the next Barry Bullock Hour, we won't have Eric because he'll be arrested <laughs> for giving uh, VVs to children. 